Happy Tuesday, Mama. Okay, so you are going to hear in this episode today that my voice is struggling and I've had a little cough and cold, but this word came to me and I needed to share it with you right away. So I hopped on that mic and spoke in real time because that's what God told me to do. And so bear with me as um, you listen to this. I hope it's not too painful to your ears and I pray it blesses you. I know it will. I don't know who this is for, but I believe so hard that it is for someone specifically. So if you are blessed by this, please share it with me. And I hope you find something in there that you can use in your own life. Okay, let's get started. One word people have used to describe me most of my life is emotional. That isn't a stretch because yes, I am a female, <laughs> but when I was described as being so emotional, so moody, especially as a teenager and in young adulthood when puberty hormones were just strong and I just accepted it as me, that I was just going to be extra emotional. And let's not mention how I was practically giving myself whiplash once a month because of these said emotions. This continued for years and not where I'm impossible to live with, but just I used it as a crutch month after month. Oh, I'm getting my period. Uh, or, oh, that's why that happened. Sorry, it's my period. Sorry, it's that week. But something changed all of that this year. And I can finally say I am over those PMS symptoms. I started taking intuitive nutrition that is hormone and soy isoflavone free to find balance and empower my hormones naturally. It's patent pending unlike anything else. And instead of interfering with natural hormone balance, the menstrual and menopausal formulas deliver key nutrients and potent botanicals to support the female body in every phase and every cycle. Hormones are chemical messengers telling your body vital information. If you have heavy periods, cramping, mood swings, low libido, bloating, hot flashes, night sweats, brain fog, acne, and more, your messengers might need additional support so you can feel your best. Andrea says, because I'm feeling my best, I'm also mommy my best now. Michelle says, now all my days are good days. I don't need to blame my hormones anymore. It's just me. Take the fun quiz in the show notes to see if your hormones are telling you that they really need to be balanced. Also, you can find a ton more information at the link in the show notes. Hey, mama friend. Do you have a full blessed life that is so overwhelming? Do you want to live well and honor your temple, but just don't even know where to start? Motherhood is so stressful. You just need more peace, right? Hey, I'm Shan Wright, daughter of the king, wife, mother to four, RN, wellness coach, and I am so happy you're here on the Right Wellness Chat. I can honestly say I have been there. I know what it's like to want to live well, but completely overwhelmed and about to lose it with my very blessed full life. I got to the point where enough was enough and I tracked my way to whole body wellness and so much peace. Want to learn how I did it? I will break it all down in simple tactical solutions, share intentional living strategies, and pour a heavy dose of encouragement to chase Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Come on, we got this mama. One baby step of courage at a time. Go heat up that coffee for the third time and turn your listening ears on. Let's chat. Hi friends, welcome back to the Right Wellness Chat. 
I told you when the feelings come real and raw, I was going to pop on here vulnerable and share them with you. Well, and I'm telling you that I am doing this because, because God told me to do it. So this is my courageous action to encourage you. So as I'm recording, this just happened yesterday. So it is real and raw. But in obedience, I believe that this will help someone today and that you can relate to this situation that I went through with one of my children and it will give you encouragement on how to handle further situations with your kids. This is super practical. You're going to want to pay attention, jot it down, journal. Let's get started. Okay, so one of my daughters and I had a moment before school. I think you know those moments, right? And we've often had these moments ever since preschool. And the thing that sets off has changed over the years, you know, it was socks to start. And if you had ever had a four-year-old, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And then it was shoes and clothes and hair, and those just continue. And we both end up getting frustrated and her anxiety, which I know that this is what it comes from and it has manifested in different ways over the years, but it results in anger. And remember, we talked about that in episode 12 when we talked about emotions and her anger leads to disrespect and yelling and crying and etc. We've been majorly working on this this year as our family word for the year is peace and we have made great strides. <laughs> so after finally out the door and making it to the bus just in time, I prayed for her. I actually prayed for her as well in the moment and I called that lie out loud and I called it fear and I loosed peace and calm and a sound mind in Jesus name. And then once she walked out the door, I prayed again for every lie that was still, you know, going around in her head as she went to school. And then I went to my prayer chair right away. I asked God what to do, and I asked him for a Rima. What is a Rima? So I want to explain a Rima to you before I go any further into this story, because I think it's going to help you be able to apply what God told me to your own life. So a Rima is a word, a word from God, a revealed word. It's Greek and that's what it means, revealed word. You may have experienced this word from God, this rima, while listening to a sermon or reading your Bible and the words literally jump off the page at you. That is a rima. I'm a freedom group leader and we were literally just talking about this Tuesday at group and then this happened on Wednesday morning. So it was fresh in my mind. And I love how it describes it in the book. So I'm going to share that um, example with you. So they they talk about it with Mary. And when she hears that she is going to be the mother of Jesus. And Mary's initial response to the angel was to question, how could she bear a child as a virgin? So in verse 37, Gabriel says, nothing is impossible with God. And the word nothing in Greek is two words, no rima. Rima, as we know, means revealed word. So 
after the word was revealed to Mary, she believed. She believed it wholeheartedly. She settled in her heart ahead of time that anything God would speak to her would be true. So when the Rima word came from Gabriel, she was prepared to obey. I've also heard Rima in explanation of this formula that a pastor, Lee Thomas, came up with that says M equals R plus E squared, which is manifestation M equals R Rima plus E expectation squared. So when you are wanting something to happen, manifest means come come into the light. You want a prayer to be true. You want something to work out. You want, when you are hoping for something and desiring something, you pray, right? So Rima is the word revealed. So you go to God's word and you find the truth and you say, God, give me a Rima. Reveal to me your word, your truth in this situation, in this desire that I have in my heart. And then you believe it. You expect for it to happen. When Mary heard the word revealed to her, she believed it. When you know it is the word of God and it is truth, you believe it. Otherwise, what do you believe? You have to believe the word because the word is Jesus. Jesus is the word. So you believe in Jesus. So you believe the word. You believe the word revealed, which is Rima. And then you expect for it to happen. And then you share those expectations. You speak them out loud. That is expectation squared. And then it comes to manifest. It comes to happen. God's word will not return to him void. It says in Isaiah 55, 11, so will my word be which goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void, useless, without result, without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. So when I go to prayer and I have a situation that is up, I ask God for a Rima. I ask him to reveal a word to me, his word, his spoken word, reveal it to my heart. So I asked God for that. Back to the story. I got in my chair. I asked God for a Rima, and then I opened my one-year Bible. This is incredible. This is an incredible part of the story because every word of God is absolutely incredible. And when you ask for something, he will give it to you. If you ask with those real, true intentions, And all I wanted was a word from him to help me in this situation and help me with my daughter. So I'm in the one-year Bible, but I am days late. I am, I don't know, at this point, I was four days late, I think. And I still, I opened up to the day that I was on and I read only the second verse and the Rima popped out. It says in Acts 3, 2. Now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful. That's it. My spirit. I heard the Rima in that moment, in that verse. Now to you, that verse, there might not be a Rima in it for you, but God knows his children. He knows what you need to hear. He knows that you want to hear his voice. His sheep hear his voice. And so when you go to prayer and you ask, God, give me a Rima. I want to hear you right now. He's going to come through. So why is that a Rima for me? 
Well, because I know my daughter's name means beautiful. Her name means that. And I just had to double check. So I looked it up and sure enough, it means, which I knew, compassionate friend, sympathetic friend, beautiful. And side note, that word compassion, didn't we just talk about that with my emotional episode where I said, God revealed to me that he is the most compassionate one and I have these strong emotions because I'm compassionate. And now I have a daughter who her name, who she is, means compassionate friend. So he also gave me another Rima in that moment, another identity for her. So in my time of prayer, I heard you have to call her by her name. Tell her who I, the God of her, call her, who she is, the God who speaks truth. I call her truth and I call her beautiful. And Because she's getting ready in the morning and she is listening and believing lies of rejection and fear and anxiety, she doesn't know the truth. She's not hearing the truth. She's hearing these lies. And so it's your job as mother to tell her the truth. And that is what I heard in my spirit. And that is what I, the Rima that I got from God in order to know what to do and how to parent. And what to do with these emotions that I was feeling. Remember, you go to God with your emotions, these messengers that he's giving you, and you ask him what to do about them. I was feeling frustrated, disrespected. I was upset. This has been going on and on. What do I do about it? And he told me. Okay, moms, so this is your encouragement. Ask God your child's identity. And then speak it over them, declare and decree words of life and truth and kingdom identity over your child. When the enemy is filling them with lies, you have to fight this battle. They need you to fight this battle for them. They are in it, especially these tween years. They are just hearing lies of insecurity and the the enemy is coming at their identity all the time. We have to as well. We have to fight this battle and speak the truth. And so go to God, ask him for a Rima for your child, ask him who he calls them, because that is hard for them to do. Ask him what he says, and then speak it. God wants you to do everything you can to plant seeds of truth in your child. No matter how overwhelmed you feel, no matter what emotions are coming at you by their behavior and their circumstances and what they are doing and what they are saying and what they are calling you. Girl, I know how it goes. You are charged with the task of staying faithful to God and staying faithful to his call on you to be mother and to speak words of truth over your child. Deuteronomy 6, 7 through 9 says, repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you're at home and when you are on the road, when you are going to bed and when you're getting up. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your forehead as reminders. Write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. This is the law they were talking about. This is the truth. This is God's commands that they were talking about. These are his words, his word of life that you are to do this. Repeat again and again to your children. And don't give up. 
The enemy is not going to give up. The enemy is going to continue to throw lies at your child every chance that he can. So you cannot give up and say, well, I spoke out the truth once. I told them their identity one time. No, repeat it again and again and again. We have to repeat truth. And I got another Rima today as I was in my word. And again, I'm days late, but I, because this was just yesterday and now today, <laughs> I'm trying to catch up, but it's so good. I'm not going to rush through the word of God because it is living and active and each word can come and I got to sit with it. This is not a checklist. This is to really hear from God. And so this is in Acts 9, 17. And this is when Saul was met on the road to Damascus and became blind and he was blind for three days. And then God, the Lord went to Ananias in a vision, his disciple, and said, I need you to go to Saul. And this is my abbreviated version. I need you to go to Saul and um, bring his sight back and, you know, lay hands on him and bring his sight back. And, you know, Ananias was did not want to do this. He said, you know, God, this is Saul. He is killing us. Why am I going to go to him as your disciple? He's you know, I might die. And he said, no, this man is my chosen instrument to carry my name before the Gentiles and their kings and before the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. So he called Saul his chosen instrument. Well, that was a word. That was a word of Rima for Ananias. And Ananias was told Saul's identity. Before Saul even knew it, Ananias was told his identity. That's just like you, mama. Your God is going to tell you your kid's identity. Ask him. Ask him to do that. God, and Ananias went to God and said, why? Why am I going to this man who is evil? And God said, no, that is not his identity. His identity is my chosen instrument. He is not living in his true identity right now. Right now, he is living under the spirit of fear and all this evil. He is not living with me. But when he meets me, Ananias, he is going to be my chosen instrument. And that's his identity. And so I love how Ananias believed this right away. He believed it. When he had that vision and word from God, he believed it and he expected it to happen. So then what did he do? He spoke it out. Expectations E squared. He told Saul. And how did he tell him? He went to Saul. And as soon as he saw him and met him, he went to the house where he was, placed hands on him and said, brother Saul. He called him his identity. He called him a brother before he even was. He called him what he was in God. He spoke out his true kingdom identity. I just love that. Saul did nothing to Ananias before this point. He actually was killing all his friends, family, his people. He was being just evil. (laughs) So, Ananias spoke his true identity right over those lies and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, something like scales fell off. 
He could see. He got up, baptized, took some food, regained his strength. He believed right away. As soon as his sight was restored, he believed right away. And he believed it because it manifested because of Rima plus expectation, expectation squared. It manifested. God's word will not return to him void. God said, Paul, Saul, Saul is my chosen instrument. That is who he will be. I say it. I do it. It will happen. So, okay, that just lit me up today. And I could have saved this episode for when my voice is a little bit better. (laughs) But I could not wait. I had to share this like I said I would in obedience. I had to share real and raw in the moment because that's when God gives me when he gives me that Rima, I want to share it right away because I know that it's it's at that time for a reason. God gave me that yesterday morning for me, but maybe also for you. Maybe you need this in this moment. You need a Rima. You need to know how to ask God for a Rima. You need to know what God calls your son and your daughter so that you can tell them. You need to know that to call out their true identity and to speak truth over their life is the way against that temper tantrum, that lie, that disrespectful word they said to you, those actions, that that behavior that is not them. This is the answer to overcome it. Speak words of truth over them. And when God gives you the word, you have to believe it. You might not believe it right away. You might say, well, really, God, do you call them that? Because they just acted really opposite of that. Or maybe they you haven't seen that, that identity come out in them at all yet in their life. And it might be something really new to you. If God says it, if it's his word, it is truth. And so we have to believe the word, revealed word. So And I believe you do. When you know it is a rima, when you know it is a revealed word to you, God gives you that belief to believe it. Mary knew that the word Gabriel said to her was going to be revealed. She believed it because God revealed that to her. He will do it. You have to believe him for that. So when he gives us these identities, we have to decree, declare, believe them with our whole hearts. Okay, friends, I want to hear it. I want to hear your Rimas. Please come share them in the Facebook community. Encourage Wellness Right with a W community. Come share it there with us. I actually, being that in our freedom group, we talked about this the day before. I shared this with my freedom group. And sure enough, there was another testimony that was shared right after mine. When we share and encourage each other, with our truth that God reveals to our heart, it will reveal more truth to theirs. It is so encouraging. That is what we are to do is share our testimonies with each other, which is our stories, our stories of life, our stories of what we go through, our stories of finding a Rima from God. Share it. And so I could not wait to hear your Rimas over in our community. And friend, if this still sounds like a little too much and you're just not sure how to get there, please schedule me for a one-on-one wellness chat. You can do that at theshanwright.youcanbook.me. And that's theshanwright, right with a W, dot youcanbook.me. 
and it will pop up a calendar. Schedule a free wellness chat with me and I would love to walk you through this because I think this is vital to our parenting and our parenting of kingdom builders. All right, mamas, let's be wellness warriors and fight for our identities and our children. They need us. Until we chat again, shalom. Hey, wellness warrior, I pray that blessed you. And if so, it would bless me big if you would write a five-star review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Not only would this make me super happy, but it will allow for others to find this show too. Also, I love to chat over on Instagram, so make sure to take a screenshot, share to your Instagram stories, and tag me at the Shan Wright so I can see it and we can keep chatting and bring other moms to chat with us. Until we get to chat again, mama friend, may the Lord's face shine upon you and give you peace.